Welcome to another episode of the OC Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to tackle Season 1, Episode 8 of the OC. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Kenzie. How are you today? I am so good. I She doesn't have anything to do with the OC, but I can't stop envisioning her as Marissa. So, um, happy birthday, Dakota Johnson. Would have been an interesting Marissa. You're welcome for throwing that out there in the first 30 seconds. Can you imagine? <laughs> That would, it would have been quite interesting, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I, I would have, I would, I would, you know what? Reboot the OC, do the entire cast the same, but per hers, Marissa. Do like a, the college years, you know, the OC college years. And then yeah, like, let's, like, let's do it. I mean, Dakota Johnson's too good for that, but like, I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it anyway, right? Because I, I read it was her birthday, and then I watched the episode, which I normally watch the episode the day before, but watching it the day we record is, like, life-changing. And then really I couldn't is. stop imagining her as Marissa, and I was like, I don't know why my mind went here, but <laughs> and it's a very Marissa-centric episode. 100%. I mean, but, very, 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 very. But no, no shade to Misha Barton. She's great. Absolutely. All right, folks, season one, episode eight. We appreciate you guys following along and listening to us each and every week here. Um, this episode t- titled The Rescue. Are you ready for the uh, synopsis of our episode? I can't wait. Is it a good one or a bad one? <laughs> the first every week, line. I don't look at it on IMDb and like <laughs> be shocked by what you read me. All right. The first line is, it can't stay in Mexico. Which I'm assuming is a playoff of last week whenever, you know, Seth said whatever happens in Mexico stays in Mexico, which so I thought is Okay, do you think really that person play. was like, that's that's the best quote of their episode? Like the person that wrote this synopsis <laughs> was like, that's exactly. the best quote of the previous episode. Gotta work it in. It, it I kind of like, oh God. Oh <laughs> it God. can't stay in Mexico. Not after heartbroken Marissa took all those pills. And not with Marissa's mom, Marissa's mom. Like that's like, we don't like, know who come that on, is. Come on, come on, Julie, <laughs> just say Julie. <laughs> not with Marissa's mom trying to have her institutionalized. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Something Ryan, Seth, Summer, and Marissa don't want to happen. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is this description? <laughs> It's like here, here's everything that happens in the episode. It spoils the entire episode. Really also, does. like I like that they're like Marissa took a bunch of pills. Like right. that's not a nice way to describe what happened. Like, come on. No, not just worse. Not after heartbroken Marissa. Yeah, took that's pills. not even what it was. Like it was a combination of like many heavy traumatizing things. Because okay, oh. like when I was a kid and I watched that episode, I was like damn like luke cheated on her and she took drugs but like as an adult i'm like that is like that's like 2020 happening to you in one week <laughs> you know like oh my god oh, man heartbroken I... marissa oh my god marissa <laughs> deserves, deserves better than this <laughs> these oh, these synopsis um they need some work they really do um the opening of opening of the show is extremely awkward. It's really um serious and like sad, right. but I couldn't stop laughing at how mad Kirsten and Sandy are because <laughs> I'm imagining it from like Seth has never been in trouble, right? Right. So you have to yeah. remember that thing with the Range Rover, the Shark IMAX movie. 
Um, I'm doing air quotes for everyone listening. Um, that whole thing happened. And then not, it's like when you're a kid and you snuck out and you did something bad and then you got caught doing something even worse. So your parents are mad at you for like one sneaking out and then two, whatever else you did. So now it's like, they said they were going to Comic-Con, this innocent thing. Right. They went to Tijuana, Mexico. Yes. And someone OD'd and could be dying. <laughs> like, what? I know. So, like, it. Sandy and Kirsten are, like, dealing with this really heavy thing. But I still felt like it was not, I don't know. It was just weird. She's like, do you want sesame or plain? I'm like, right. dude, no one cares about bagels. Like, no one cares about the bagels. She was aggressively yeah. holding those bagels. Like, and she had that, they have that fancy bagel slicer. Like, yeah. those are, like, for only people that eat bagels, like, on a regular basis. Yeah. Because, like, if you just, like, oh, I'm going to buy bagels, you use a knife and they're uneven. But the Coens take bagels seriously. So they have that bagel slicer. I'm like, Kirsten does not need to be near anything with a knife right now. Like, Absolutely not. A slicer. <laughs> like, she was, like, if looks could kill, Kirsten would have killed a few people like angry mama bear let's hands just say down. that hands down um so they get the, they, they get the call they go to the hospital okay um and as they're in there for, it's, it's hilarious to me okay then julie shows up obviously to kick the, the comments out of the hospital literally Where was just, she right that's like was she off getting you care so much yeah We're, okay then why'd you leave <sighs> So, like, the, literally the Coens just showed up only to be kicked out five seconds. They literally just arrived, as we see. as That's how we see it, right? You know what I mean? We yeah. see them walking into the hospital room to see Marissa. Like, they weren't even all the way in the room. Like, no. Ryan and Seth were, but, like, not the rest of the Like, no. it was weird. Kristen and Sandy were just chilling, like, yeah. kind of by the like, door. Like, in that weird, like, are you going to invite me in yeah. space in the doorway? And then Julie's like, get out, right? And then, of course... As they're leaving, which is very strange, right? As they're leaving, she then yells down the hallway, Ryan, come back here. Okay. If you were Sandy or Kirsten in that situation, would yes. you have accompanied him? Yes. It's it a kid. He's really not like bothered me. 100%. Like, that's the first thing I thought of whenever I watched it. I'm like, if my mom or dad in this situation, like, wouldn't have, like, um, he's only 16, 17 years old in that yeah. area. So, like, and it's like a legal situation, honestly, right. like, because like, she is in the hospital. So kind of like whatever they say against this kid who has a poor record, like, could turn into something. And Sandy's a lawyer, he should know this, like, it, and they exactly. were just talking about, I wrote this down, Kirsten's like, I'm sure she'll apologize, Ryan. And Seth, or Sandy's like, are you sure it's Julie? And then Julie's like, Ryan, come here. And then they're like, okay, go talk to her. I'm like, what like what dynamic just happened that it was came. really weird yeah like really strange. weird but and um then, um this is like the most i've ever hated julie like i thought back about how we've given julie mvp and i was like oh my god yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i take it back because it's like, horrible she tells ryan he can't see marissa again obviously and then you think of all these things that have transpired obviously they're all ryan's fault it's Ryan's fault that her dad got punched in the face at this big party because he was stealing money from everybody. It was Ryan's fault that she consistently forces her to be with Luke, even though he's really not a good person. And it's also her fault, also Ryan's fault, that they're getting a divorce 
also it's his fault that she overdosed on pills. So I still don't understand, and it's not like a spoiler, that Marissa never addresses anything that happened with Luke, at least to her parents. To anybody. But, but but so I understand it with like the therapist because Marissa, we'll get into that later, the whole dynamic there. But like, it's really weird. She doesn't like confide in Jimmy. Right. Especially yeah, yeah. after that whole phone call, because it's like, I, it's just so weird to me. So they and had like, a moment she, there, right? Yeah. Moment, and then you know what I mean? she keeps like, like letting Julie like bash Ryan. And I'm like, I understand, but like, you should be like, listen, like, right look what Luke did to me. And Ryan is the person that combed the streets of Tijuana trying to find me. Exactly. It, it, it was so crazy. Even through the entire episode, she never one time does yeah. it. Right? She never addresses the situation to say Luke was cheating on me with in a front friend of me. in front of you, in front of me while we were in Mexico, which then led to the chain of events, which I just found out a day earlier that we were getting you're getting a divorce factor that in and then factor this in and then it's just like wham bam i see him cheating and nothing is ever spoken it's just like how was if you think about it in a way in a way julie can't see it any other way right this second right yeah. Because it really has. I mean, when Ryan has jumped in, there a lot of things have, have happened. Yeah, like, that's the thing. It's, like, when she is explaining, like, just firsthand what's happened to Marissa since Ryan showed up, I'm, like, he is the common denominator. Right. But, like, Marissa even tells her later, she's, like, I've been trying to talk to you about this. And I'm, like, she has. She's been trying to be, like, Mom, I'm, like, unhappy. Like, right. I don't like all these, like, I don't want to just go through the motions. I want to be, like, living. She's like, right. I can't just be with the guy you want me to be forever because that's what you want. Like, exactly. And it's like, she. We'll talk about this later when we get to her comment of she didn't want to kill herself, but like, she doesn't want to bring these things up because she doesn't want it to be like, oh, she went through A, B, and C and wants to kill herself. But like, when Julie's like attacking Ryan, she doesn't know any of this other information, so she's right. not really like completely wrong it's just like infuriating because she is wrong she just doesn't know exactly and that's the thing like again that's what i'm saying julie has a strong point that all of these things have transpired even if you take out the idea they're getting a divorce and her dad's stealing from the entire town and her mom's really just not a very good mom at (laughs) if you take out all those things (laughs) all these other things the house burning down exactly she was she was involved in the house burning down she's involved in you know several other instances the gun going off with mm -hmm. luke at the part you know what i mean all that stuff you know what i mean um it exactly not and the crazy thing is is not to get too far but it never one time is addressed the entire episode really wild like it's weird um it. absolutely um so <laughs> we we get their first introduction to the school right i was so excited i like because we've talked about this a few times on the podcast like where is the school what is right. going on is it summer for nine months like yeah get to we're, the school we're eight episodes in finally seeing the school which is hilarious it's crazy we have, we're following teenagers right now yeah. like, it's a high school show <laughs> and it's like eight episodes in here's their high school and they're just um, registering which, right now. So yeah. I love that Seth had, like is wearing his messenger bag to establish that Seth is not a backpack person. Yeah. Like there was always there's like three kids in high school. The kids like Ryan, 
I actually, I think Ryan gets a messenger bag eventually, but people that carry their books, yep. people that have backpacks or people yep. that have messenger bags. And yeah. there's not one moment, even before you see Seth with a messenger bag, that, you that you're not like, like, yeah, like, you know, he's a messenger bag guy. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I was definitely the, I carried my books. I didn't have a backpack. Um, messenger bag. I love whenever they see uh, Kirsten. And he he says a line, my mom's more popular than I am. Like, can we talk about how rude that was, though? Seth, like, says hi to two teachers and they don't say anything back. And I'm like, <laughs> at least be like, hi, Seth. Like, you don't right. have to be like, how was your summer? Like, yeah. just be like, hi, Seth. Like, I don't know who these teachers are, but next. <laughs> <laughs> Dismissed. <laughs> we we uh, we transitioned to um, Sandy moving into his new digs. Really crazy. Um, it is very weird to kind of see him in that dynamic. Um, there's one scene I didn't mention it while we were talking about it a minute ago. Whenever they show up to the school, he says it, but this is one of the things I want to highlight that I love the writing on the show is, um, they were talking about, I guess they had a state of the art gym at the the lawyer facility. And she said, well, you didn't have that over there at whatever. And yeah, the goes, DA's office. Yeah. And he goes, no, we had a basketball hoop, which is a playoff of exactly what Ryan said to Seth whenever he's like, you have a swimming pool and a tennis court. And then Sandy's like, well, you didn't have that. No, we had a basketball hoop. And I love it, that I both just, of them say basketball hoop because it implies it's just, just a hoop exactly. you put somewhere. It's, like it's it not didn't a actually basketball belong. court. They didn't yeah, say basketball it's just court. the hoop. It's just the hoop. <laughs> it's but so it just, funny because it brings back every time Sandy has been like, I am Ryan. Exactly. And you're like, is he? Because he lives in this McMansion, like right. has this nice life. But you're like, he was Ryan. Yes, it's so sweet. It's perfect writing. Perfect. It's writing. great. It's just and it, and the mad the matter of moments of whenever it kind of transpires, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Happened. It's really subtle. Very much so. Um, I do love. Um, first thing we do know, we do know that Kirsten loves Seth, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. She would do anything for a kid, but when we see her stand up for Ryan. To, it's to so the dean, sweet to the dean lady. I don't remember her name. Off Dr. Top of Kim. Head. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. <laughs> I love Dr. Kim. <laughs> yeah, she, she's, she's not hilarious. my MVP, but she's yeah. so funny. She's hilarious. And it's one of the few so. TV shows where um the teachers don't get recasted. Like the first time you see them, like she yeah. stays Dr. She played that same actress. I don't know her name. I should look her up. She plays Dr. Kim the whole series. And I feel like like the writers of the show did Gossip Girl and they recasted the headmistress and it was very confusing. <laughs> and they just never addressed it. But it's Ro- like Rosalind Chow is Okay, shout out to Rosalind Chow because Absolutely. she is like really funny but like scary at the same time. Like I felt like I was in trouble and um <laughs> exactly. obviously very important to her character. <laughs> Um, but yeah, exactly. I loved Kirsten standing up for Ryan. It was so sweet. But I love that, like, in that whole thing, like, Kirsten stands up for him while she's kind of coming out at Ryan. And then um, Ryan also stands up for himself. But, like, when Kirsten's doing it for Ryan, Ryan shoots Kirsten a look like, aw. And then when Ryan is standing up for himself, Kirsten, like, shoots him the same look. And it's so funny. Right. Like, it, yeah. She's like, yeah, you get it. Like, you stand yeah, up for yourself. Exactly. Like, it's you know, so funny. It's This actually, it's, it's kind of a theme throughout the episode. If you really pay attention to the episode, if you're watching at home there, you, you kind of see where we see, I think Seth kind of grows into, or not Seth, uh, Ryan kind of grows into his own in this episode a he little bit. He talks a lot in this episode. He does. He's kind of, in, which is mentioned later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. 
Um, but he kind of stands up for himself a couple times mm-hmm. in this episode. It's kind of nice. He, he feel like he's kind of growing into the person that he's kind of wanting to not wanting to be yet. He doesn't know where he wants to be. Obviously, they kind of talk about that a little bit with the college thing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he stands up for himself. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think he would have done that three or four weeks ago on the on the, yeah. on the show. You know what I mean? Like you can tell him being around supportive people is like helping him find his voice. Absolutely. And it's like so sweet because it's very subtle. Like they're not like shoving it in your face. It's something you have to pick up on. And I love that because we love character building here. Absolutely. Because like, it's the little things that we talk about on the show that makes it so good. Right. It makes it different Mm -hmm. from other shows kind of like this. Like we talked about this as stupid and as little as the basketball hoop thing is it's very relatable because it shows you what they, they drive home to you that Sandy is Sandy likes Ryan so much because he sees himself in Ryan. So that little stuff like that. And then of course, you see the character building within Seth, I mean, within Ryan, as you see him build the confidence and you see it throughout the episode. You don't see it just in this yeah. particular moment. You see it throughout the episode. Um, love it. We transition to a very awkward moment between our uh, fancy uh, love-hate relationship of Summer and Seth. So bad, man. I feel- I, I was so, I like covered my eyes. Like I was like, so this bad. is, this is painful. But like at so first it's so Seth. pure, like right. because Seth is sitting waiting yeah. for Ryan and they're beautiful. Like, I can't <laughs> believe this is a school. Um, they're sitting there. I mean, he's sitting there by himself and then Summer comes up to him and just sits down with him, which is not something she would have done a few episodes ago. No. So you're under the impression you're like, Summer's changing. Right. But then a minute later, you're like, absolutely not. Cheerleaders walk by and, and he says, old rules apply. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> poor Seth. It's so uncomfortable. I hate it. And then we transition to Julie, um, which can we talk about this for a minute? Okay. I'm a very big. I know. I actually wasn't going to talk about the worst highlights I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) So my thing is this, look, I'm a big proponent of, I believe parents shouldn't fight, fight in front of their kids. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm a big proponent in that big time. It doesn't, if you want to fight, you got to take it somewhere else. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's a, that's Shout out to my kids. parents. I've never seen them fight. Right, exactly. So <laughs> like, I've never right, seen it happen. Right. So and that's a testament, right? You learn from something. Yeah. Like that, you know what I mean? It's it's you know you understand that there's struggles in a relationship, but parents should be unified in front of their child. So to exactly. me, what blew my mind is is we know Marissa's in and out, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We know she's kind of in and out. She's still she's kind of drugged up a little bit from the hospital, yeah. kind of coming back down from being you know damn near over- overdosing. So Julie pulls him to the side, pulls like pulls him to the side, but is still inside the room with Jimmy. And she does not whisper at all. No. You know what I mean? She's not whispering. First like, boys, first, first thing is, why couldn't she pull him outside the room? Close the door. It's so bizarre. Right. Second, she is such a piece of garbage. I like, like she's the one who is like, we need to be united front. And I'm like, so why are you blaming him? We need the to be whole un- conversation. We need to be a united front, but hey, also you I want are sole responsible custody. for this, 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 and this I'm getting sole custody. I was like, girl, this is not a united front. Like, you want me to Google it for you? Like, <laughs> I was so front. confused. I was like, did she just say she wanted a united front? Like, it was weird. It was really uncomfortable. And um, what sucks is she is kind of right that this was the weekend he had the responsibility of watching Marissa and technically this did happen on his watch. Right. 
which sucks for Jimmy because the technicality. Like, it's a it's technicality. Like, it is not like Jimmy's fault. Right. And can we talk about how she ended it? You should get cleaned up. You're a wreck. Especially because like at the beginning of the episode, we were talking about like where was she that she got there after the Coens. Right. But Jimmy had been sleeping there. They made that very evident that he was sleeping there. And I'm like, he doesn't look good because he's staying day and night at the at hospital, hospital bedside to his daughter. Like, what is he supposed to look like? I don't know. I hate Julie. So much. I hate her. her I hate her so, so good, much. Though. Her writing is so good, though. She's so fun to hate, you know? Oh, like She really is. It's so... So obviously we transition into um, Ryan studying for this test, right? He's it's the placement test. If he passes the test, he gets into the school so that it's funny because you have, you have Seth talk about, Hey, you need to pass this. Hey, I also need to talk about summer. Hey, study. Hey, I will fail. You will not fail. (laughs) I can't do another year alone. Please. Thank you. Study interrupt. I cannot believe that summer is. (laughs) (laughs) It was the funniest thing. It's so Seth. It's and then so he's like, sad. hey, I've got to study. And he's like, but I cannot believe summer bubble. <laughs> I'm just like, it's so good. It's so funny. Because Seth, like, obviously talks a lot. But he hasn't had a friend for so long that he cannot stop talking. Because he's like, Ever. I have so much to say. Like, <laughs> exactly. I've been quiet for so many years. Like, yeah, he actually, you know, he's. You know, anything that's ever happened to him, he's been in love with Summer for so long, he really just probably sits in his room and talks to himself about it, really. Honestly, you know what I mean? or like, Captain Oates, who we meet later. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about Captain Oates. Um, it's funny. Obviously, it's so important. You know, he doesn't want to hear Seth talk at all. You know what I mean? He needs to study. But then as soon as Marissa calls. The, the second Marissa calls, he's like, okay, I'm on my way. I'm gone. Screw the test. Like, come on. Come on. I don't care about like, the test no more. It's ridiculous. It's so funny. Very sweet. He brought flowers, though. Very, very sweet that he bought flowers. It was so sweet because he was like, it's all they had left. And you could see in the background all her nicer arrangements. Yeah. But, like, it was yeah. so sweet because I, I just can't imagine Ryan buying flowers for anyone. Exactly. Not because Ryan's not a nice person, but no, because but- Ryan doesn't believe in, like, materialistic things. Right. So, like. Again, a growing moment from Mr. Atwood in this episode. We love to see it. And then, of course, Julie comes back in the midst of this and then she well, so the before wife. julie comes back she, marissa specifically states to ryan i did not want to kill myself <laughs> i have a lot of questions about this because i think she needs to admit that in the moment that's what she was thinking contemplating because maybe she didn't mean to go through with it right but like i think there was a moment she was thinking about it yep and I think, like, I don't think Marissa needs sent away, but Marissa definitely needs some help. Like, oh, absolutely. And this, like, states before the trip to Tijuana. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like and, like, to be fair, like, if Ju- Julie and Jimmy are your parents, like, anyone needs help. Like, it's not just <laughs> Marissa. Like, like, that's, like, that's a bad card to be dealt. Like, my God. Like, that's like if you're playing Uno and you get, like, two plus fours in a row. You know, like I, poor girl, like, and then Luke on top of it, like, exactly. Yeah, the icing on the cake, right? It's horrible. But Um, then, yeah, Julie comes back, sees the flowers, instantly knows her from Ryan because she's like, these are not nice. 
It's so brutal. Brian's hiding oh, in the no. bathroom. And here's every word she says about him. Horrible. Um, then we transition to Seth and Kirsten. It's just so funny because Kirsten wants to know what Ryan wants for lunch, right? It's so and funny. He, she goes to start walking. No, no, no. He studies in the nude. It's a Chino thing. I just thought that he was like, it's a Chino thing. Like, he couldn't have been like, I don't know where he got it. Like, like had to add that. Very weird. But then the doorbell rings. So she goes and chats to Jimmy. Such an awkward moment. It's so awkward. He's like, I'll wait outside. I'm like, what, bro? (laughs) Like, what? Is this because you try to make out with her? Is that why? (laughs) It's so weird. But I like that they address the situation. And they don't... um, like just ignore it and hope it goes away. Like at least right. they discussed it. Uh, right. Like adults. Like yeah, at least they, they were they like, "This it. is I'm dumb." I'm not gonna spoil it later or anything else here. I'm still mad about that, but it's because I just watched I hate, it like an hour ago. Yeah, but. like it's very uncomfortable. But then he does come in because they're adults. But yeah, still. Um, can he stop like going to Jimmy? Or, I mean, to Sandy for like free legal advice? He's like. <laughs> I stole millions of dollars from my clients. Like, can you bail me out? Like with free legal advice? He's like, cool. I like need a divorce attorney. What's up, (laughs) Sandy? Like, come on, bro. Like, and like, what kind of lawyer is Sandy? Like, like, you don't know how to do all these things. No, you don't. Like you might know a few laws here and there, but like, you don't. You can't specialize you, in every single like divorce exactly. custody. Like, come on, come on, embezzlement. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Sandy Cohen's attorney at all law. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> like, no more Roman J is Israel Esquire. <laughs> it's like Sandy Cohen Esquire all laws. Like, it's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Obviously, we find out Julie is sending Marissa to the mental institution in San Diego. Um, we also see a moment where Julie throws the flowers in the trash can because Marissa sneaks into the bathroom to give a call to her very good friend, Summer. Um, which is really a transition into probably the best moment of the entire episode. where <laughs> Summer uh, comes to Seth's room. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and, and Seth is like, Mom, I'm studying naked. And Summer's like, Ew! Summer? Summer? <laughs> oh, God. Such it's a so great funny. Moment. It's so funny. It's so pure. And then the Especially way like... <laughs> when she comes in. And she's like, who's that? And it's Captain Oates. It only took eight episodes, but Captain Oates is here. I love how he says, who is that? N- nothing. <laughs> nothing. No it one. Has, what's its name? No, nothing. It come doesn't on. have a name. And she's like, come on, Captain Oates. Okay, what do you want? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, this is a dream come true for Seth Wright this second, like, right? Yeah. Summer is in his bedroom. You know what I mean? It's like, so funny. Yeah, it's He awesome. has his plastic toy horse out. I love how she kind of semi calls him out. And she's like, yeah. He's like, I'll just go with you. He's taking his test. And he's like, we need to take on Julie Cooper. And then he goes, yeah, we need Ryan. It's so funny. He's like, she's literally like, are you ready to take her on? And he's like, no, we need Ryan. <laughs> exactly. like, it's like, you're right. And then my favorite part is he's like, that's my bed when they're walking out. And she's like, I know. Like, it's so funny. He's like, but I needed you to know. Like, exactly. It's so funny. I love that, that we transitioned to Sandy. And I just love the fact that he's like booking all these court dates, even though it's like the opposite of what they really hired him for. They just It's so to- funny. 
It's so funny. She's like, you have seven clients and you book five court dates for them. Like, what are you doing? Like, and uh, it's so funny. And we see a little, little, little sexual tension there. We get a little bit of the sexual tension from the, uh, God, what's her name? Rachel. Uh, Rachel there. Um, she kind of gives that uh, little do it for me moment. It's so weird. It's because, extremely like, they try to like say they've known each other forever, and I'm like, but like in a casual way, not like a I know all your ins and outs. Like right. it's really weird. It's all they've tried strange. to do is like they try to hire him a bunch of times, and it's, I'm sure they've yeah. gone to court and they faced each other a couple times. You know that yeah. kind of, that's the kind of dynamic that they have. That doesn't mean we've been out to dinner um, and know everything. This is day one of Sandy's job. Yeah, we, it's really weird. Like, and then day she, one. she leaves the line of like you know I put my you know I put my name on the line to get you hired here why like i'm so it's very confusing it's really weird the dynamic is very confusing um so south and summer go to break out ryan obviously obviously Um, which is kind of funny because like we know like it doesn't like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense like how long is this test that's my first question to you how long is this test i mean a placement test is just to see like or like it wasn't a placement test, right? It was an aptitude test. Yeah, aptitude test. Yeah. Okay, so it's just to see like how far you are, like right. what you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they only like ten questions, like a subject. Like they're not very like, especially because when he's holding it, it doesn't look that big. Like it's it looks like it looks like, like multiple like, choice. Right. It looks like three or four pages. Tops. Yeah, and I'm like, there's no way. It's like, I don't know. It's just weird because they clearly know that like this is really fucking important for Ryan. And right. they're just like, screw that. Come to the hospital, do something illegal. Right. So like my, that's my question. You couldn't wait another like 30, 40 minutes or so. It's and very weird. Said, I just thought it was very strange at this particular moment. Um, I did think I did like, again, again, as we transition with Ryan's de- development and character, obviously he knows how important this school thing is, but we, we see him really stand up for himself again against Dr. Kim here and just say, I know I, he, he admits, I know how important this is, but Marissa's obviously Marissa's more important. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's obviously. so like, it's so weird. I'm like, they haven't really known each other this long. Like relax. It's been like a couple months. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the thing like, about it is it's, it's like, she has done him so many ways wrong. I'm not saying so he hasn't many. done her either. Like, I'm not saying he really, well, I mean, he really hasn't though. Like, he hasn't really done anything wrong to her. Like the things that his, his actions are just basically reactions to what she's done to him. You know exactly. what I mean? And yeah. it's just funny to me that he fights so hard for this woman that just has not really kind of ever really. And it's committed. like just problem after problem after exactly. problem. And you're trying like, to get back on the right foot. Trying it's so to. bizarre. Like just let it go. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Seth's reaction to summer dressed as a nurse is the greatest thing ever. It's so funny and cringy. And I'm just like, you're so lucky you're Seth Cohen that I'm excusing this behavior. Like, she just talks about so how funny. they're always dressed up like as, you know, as candy stripers or whatever. And he, he goes, I should be hospitalized more. And she's like, do you need some help? It's so funny. It's so funny. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I'll, this next moment I really kind of enjoyed as well was um, we had a moment between Julie and Jimmy, right? And she goes and they kind of bicker back and forth because they're making the decision whether or not she needs to be institutionalized. And, and Jimmy's against it. 
um obviously. Julie obviously is for it obviously you and it's I mean? like so dumb because the person brings up she's like we can do therapy here right and i'm like so do that like problem solved like what right. is and then julie goes don't make me call my lawyer but then jimmy <laughs> hits her back with the don't make me call my lawyer and it's like it's so oh, funny because she's okay. like you have a lawyer <laughs> right. so funny. but also i'm like who's his lawyer obviously <laughs> see like because he left, probably, like he went to meet Sandy or whatever, and yeah. like that didn't pan out. He's like, "I'll figure no. this out." And I'm like, "What?" Like, it's very weird. I'm assuming exactly. he means Sandy. Oh, how does Julie not? How does Julie not know that? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then of course she goes out the door and says something to doctor uh, to the doctor and says, uh, "Hey, we both agree that you know we should send her on her merry way to San Diego." Um, which is which this is after the therapist sits with Marissa and is like, tell me about your mom. And she's like, how much time do you have? And I'm like, <laughs> so this therapist knows the mom is like crazy and how right. to get her. And no she just doesn't care. Nothing, right. Like no red, like doesn't bring up anything. Um, obviously, like you said, you know, she offered both sides, right? She can do yeah. here slash she can do this. And, and while we understand that, but at the same time, like the doctor doesn't do any investigation into the, to the relationship of the parents, like fully like, Hey, I need to talk to you two guys about this. Like what's going on. Cause like, if you think about, it, there's so many different dynamic things going on with this family. And as like, I would send them all away. Right. Like, yeah. You're going to an Institute. You're going to an Institute. <laughs> like, like they all need some time to focus on themselves and exactly. stop causing harm to each other. Exactly. Um, I love um, whenever uh, Seth and Summer have a little moment here, whenever they're talking about the book that she, that he's reading, then she talks about yeah, how he read it. Like, I can't believe you read it. Like, yeah. it's so funny. And he called, he goes, you're a strange and mysterious woman, Summer. <laughs> so sweet. I do think that this is some of the best writing for Summer that we've had so far. So far. Uh, she and, still has yeah. her moments where I'm like, oh. oh, my God. But she's gotten better. Um, obviously, we're breaking her out. You know what I mean? It's happening. And then, of course, we open the door and big bad Luke is there. Oh, so annoying. I was really strange that this it took us this long into the episode to see Yeah, it's Luke pretty finally. far in. Like, yeah. very far in. And then we finally see... I wish I could um, see um, Luke finding out that Marissa overdosed. Right. Because he was probably with Holly. Right. Probably like <laughs> being a shitty person. What I started. I'm going to finish what I started. Um, and then we um, obviously, of course, you know, Luke get, does the, you know, the honorable thing. The yeah. Yeah. He has no real choice here. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't really, I mean, what is he, what, what, what card does he play here? You know what I mean? Like he has to play this card the way he is because yeah, I mean, what do you really call like... Julie? You know what I mean? Um, the, <laughs> the, the next scene where we see, which is very strange, Kirsten and Jimmy walk it, walk into a Mexican restaurant <laughs> where Sandy is having, uh, like basically drinks with associates, drinks but with it's associates. just dinner getting drunk with Rachel. And this is Kirsten's first time meeting Rachel, which is very strange to find out since there's supposed to be such this dynamic between Rachel and Sandy's history with each other. You know what I mean? I yeah, just find it very extremely weird. weird that they've never met each other. It's very weird. But when she walks up and goes, so are you guys suing a tequila company? It's so funny. 
It was really funny. Um, and then I'm, Buzz Sandy is like, we don't sue anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, uh, I love Sandy. And then um, I love how Rachel goes, Kirsten, Kirsten, you're so lucky to be married to be to someone so funny. <laughs> you don't say that to someone. What is this? What is happening? Like, you don't say that to someone. It's oh, so it's, uncomfortable. It's so good. It's so good, though. It's so funny. Um, and then, of course, um, we transition from there, which is a very awkward scene. You know what I mean? Um, oh, my God. She's literally like, I'll see you at home when you're finished with work. Exactly. Such a strange moment. Like It's so uncomfortable. Um, we transition. Jimmy comes home. All With the lights pizza. are out. He has some pizza. It looks like he has breadsticks on top. Looks the lights like are out. Happen. Can we talk about the lights are out? Yeah, it's really weird. I, I just, I didn't get it. Four like, people in the three, four people in the living room just chilling. Where is no it like lights. surprise? Like. It's very weird. It's not a birthday party. Like how, Honestly. how long are they sitting with the lights out? Like we don't like. <laughs> it has to be a while. Because it was light um, out when they left the hospital. Right, when they left the hospital, it was light. It's dark by the time he gets home. Like, what is going on? It's, it's dark outside, so it's not like there's light beaming into the house. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, very weird. That's a um, weird thing. Obviously, Jimmy was right here, right? You know what I mean? I don't need... To tell. Right. Morris. I don't need Julie to think that, you know, I'm hiding you out. I broke you out because then it's just going to make me look terrible to the yeah. court and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that was... You know, expect it moment. You know what I mean, obviously. And then, of course, he takes yeah. a step outside, and then you know, she which why would you do that? She just escaped a hospital, <laughs> and you're like, let me leave her alone in a room with the people that broke her out of the hospital. Exactly. Like, come on. I think it's because obviously he didn't want her to hear him say, even though he doesn't really close the screen door. Yeah, and I'm like, you're in an apartment. Like, you don't have privacy. Like, exactly. everyone can hear everything you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Like, so obviously Marissa overhears him say she's here. And then of course yeah. Marissa in her super ninja like fashion sneaks out the door again. <laughs> she is, she walks and moves like a ninja. Cause this is the second time we've seen her sneak out of a, a, a small environment and nobody heard anything that was going on. <laughs> so funny. It's so um, funny. Does it to summer? Does it to Jimmy? Just does it to anyone <laughs> when their back is turned and they're in another room? She's gone. Walking out like a ninja. Um, and then I did think it was a very sweet moment where Ryan did offer to stay away from her. Yeah, she's like, I don't want that. And I, was, know, like, and I was like, cute. Aww. They're finally going to be exactly. a couple. And then, of course, we transition to, which I find hilarious, is Kirsten is literally waiting up for Sandy to come home. She's literally like, drinking coffee sitting in their like formal living room. Like, how was work? I'm like, he was drunk eating chips and salsa. <laughs> like, come on. I did love the fact that he called her ass out for spending like an entire weekend with Jimmy, which he never like he doesn't like he it's OK. That relationship is 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 very weird, right? Very, very weird. Very weird right? And like the- everyone, including Kirsten, knows how Jimmy feels about her. And like he still lets her go not like lets her sorry that's bad right but like he doesn't like question he that she's going her. to help yeah he trust her that's so the, that's it's like word. you can trust him but i think the root of the issue was that he kind of like doesn't say anything like he just went to dinner and didn't say anything and like 
his work told Kirsten he's at dinner with associates and it was just Rachel. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, that's the thing. Like, it, um, it, that's the thing for me is like the dynamic there was good because he calls her out, she calls her out. And then, but at the same time, they come down to the moral of the story is look, we trust each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, so I like them as a couple. It's so a civil, much. Co- like, it's, it's yeah, how they're like, civil. If we need relationship goals in society, if people want to watch, watch that scene mm-hmm. of how people should handle. Except somewhat- Kirsten neglects to tell him something. Well, that part, obviously. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's not forget about the part where she. Don't lie to your significant other about being kissed by somebody else, guys. Yeah, I completely forgot about that moment. Don't yeah, watch, watch up until that. But yeah, I just completely, yeah. I'm like, I'm ready to give her all the credit in the world. And I'm like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. Nope. Just kidding. Can't it says right it. here, Ugh had a chance to tell him and then nothing. Um, but honestly, like at that point, she's already held on to it for so long. Like, and the thing about it is, so look, we already I already told you, like, I felt like she she let him have the job as a substitute for Jimmy Kissinger, right? Mm-hmm. And now she's like, I'm okay with you having your little fun with with uh Rachel over here for a night, because in the back of my mind, I still know that Jimmy made out so cringy. God, I hate it. It really is. Um <laughs> I love when Ryan calls Sandy. He said, if I learned anything, you don't want to go to court. You want to settle. <laughs> it's so funny. Because I'm like, does Ryan know what he's talking about? Like, <sighs> It's a great dynamic. Um, this is a great moment. I really like this a lot. Um, because this was a good way to handle it with Julie. Right. And if we learned anything from this episode is that you need a witness around Julie Cooper. You cannot just be alone with Julie Cooper because she will do something to like mess up whatever you're trying to get accomplished. So Ryan and Marissa could not talk to Julie one-on-one. They needed chaperones. And I love when Ryan is kind of getting snippy and Sandy's like, shut, watch it. Like, yeah. Like it's so funny. We, we, we want to do this, but at the same time, we want you to, to have respect for her. You know what I mean? That's, it was, again, it was a, Ryan was showing a little bit more confidence what we've talked about throughout the entire episode. But at the same time, Sandy's like, respect your elders. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It was like a yeah. very, you're riding a fine line right now. We're letting you have the floor, but be respectful about it. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's, it's an overall very interesting dynamic because like between the two that we have there, um, you know, Ryan's really calling her out. I love that he's like, you're from Riverside, right? And she looks at Sandy. She's like, did you tell him this? <laughs> like, it's so funny. Because every time something's happening, someone brings up that Julie's from Riverside. And she's like, no. Like, exactly. I'm like, girl, you are from Riverside. Yeah, like, like stop, stop faking it. You really are. Um, and then, of course, we have the moment where Marissa tells her that, you know, she wants to live with her dad and Julie takes it as Julie takes everything in her life. For a moment. I was like, wow, Julie cares about Marissa, but then she's Julie and I'm like, she does not. So yeah, she always has to be Julie, which is again, a testament to the amazing writing of Julie Cooper. Because it's like for a second, you're like, Oh my gosh, she's tearing up. She cares about Marissa. Right. And then she's like, 
she snaps right out of it. Marissa. She snaps right out of it. It's over. She's like, this isn't over. And she like runs out. She's like, I'll see myself out. I'm like, okay. Julie's back. So um, funny. And then we have a sweet little moment with uh, Seth and Summer. Summer out by the pool being all cute. And he's just like, you know, you're not, you know, you're not going to be able to resist this. Basically is what he's saying. You know <laughs> so what I mean? He's like, when we go back to school, you can't ignore this. And I'm like. <laughs> Yes. I mean, she's had a lot of time ignoring you. She's got like, practice. Like, don't think it's going to be that hard. Like, but but let's talk about how Kristen Kirsten comes outside, right? And then Summer leaves, and then she like looks back at Cohen a little bit, and just cute. like such a like, and it was a real honest smile from her, right? You know what I mean? I wonder was if it... this is when they started dating the actors, Rachel Wilson, Adam Brody, right? Because I know they started dating the first season. And I'm like, I wonder if like as their relationship, Seth and Summer's relationship takes off, is like that when Adam Brody and Rachel Bilson's relationship also off. takes off. It's so and funny. It's, it's interesting because like it's a really good moment, right? It's it's mm-hmm. that moment. It's the first kind of real-ish moment outside of obviously the kiss that you yeah. know, did or did not happen. We're still not 50. We saw it happen. <laughs> Some of the other people didn't see it happen, you know. But it was just a sweet moment. And then um <laughs> I love whenever I love whenever Seth corrects Kirsten on saying Tijuana, right? It's like it's Tijuana. You're so white, mom. It's so <laughs> funny. Because oh. I'm like, it's still Seth saying it, who's even more white than Kirsten. Exactly. <laughs> like Exactly. And then of course we go back inside. We have um Sandy and Ryan talking about going back to see Dr. Kim. And I love he goes, he says, You're scared of her, aren't you? You went toe-to-toe with Julie Cooper, the dragon lady. (laughs) It's so funny. But it's like one of those things like everyone else is scared of Julie except Ryan because Ryan knows who she is because she's from Riverside. And he's like, I know you. The kind of person you are. Yeah. Yeah. and But it's like Dr. Kim is like, I mean, she obviously has some sort of PhD. Right, exactly. She can determine his future. Exactly. And like that's scary it's to him. It's yeah, terrifying. Like, right. It's um, funny because it was like he was kind of getting snippy with Julie because he doesn't respect her. Right. But like he's scared of Dr. Kim because he's like, I respect her. So right, but it's exactly. like so funny because it was like two minutes ago. It was like that didn't bother you, like no. respecting your elders, but like exactly. This lady does. It's so funny. Uh, we transitioned to Sandy and Seth. Um, the outside. cutest moment. Oh my god, it's so cute! <laughs> I love it so much. He goes. The dynamic here is so good. Uh, obviously, Ryan's inside taking his test, and he goes, finally, Sandy goes. You and Summer seemed chummy. <laughs> <laughs> Who says chummy? Only Sandy Cohen. And he goes. <laughs> he says, "You can like Sandy's like you can tell me all about it." You know what I mean? And Seth's just like, "No, I really can't." And he says, "If so you can't funny. tell your dad, who can you tell? Ryan, like, mom, mom, that, that tree, tree over, over there. there. It's so good. It's so epic. It's so funny." <laughs> and he goes, "You're this was my one of my favorite lines of the entire episode. Well, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone." Sandy says, and he says, "When are you leaving?" <laughs> it's so funny. I love it because he just like kind of pushes Seth. Like he like like hits him a little bit. And I'm like, yeah. their dynamic's so pure. Like I love it. Obviously, Ryan pops out. He passes the test. Um yes. I'm gonna let you have this. Uh obviously we know he passes the test, but I'm gonna let you have this moment because it mentions the one thing that you love talking about. I love it so much. So He's obviously like, they're talking about going to take the mugshot, as we like to call it for yeah. you know, the, the high school. And he's like, Sandy's like, look at my new mugshot, because he took 
his new ID photo for yeah. his new fancy job, pulls yeah. out his dad wallet. It's the same wallet my dad has, that like leather fold wallet that's like filled to the max because that's what dads do. Yep. He's like showing them his photo, which we cannot see and I wish we could. Oh, he's like, dad, those eyebrows are out of control. And then Sandy goes, son, it's like a thing of power. And he's like, you must be the most powerful man in the world. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. It's just, it's beautiful. It's really it's, the, and it's so funny because the camera's really far from them. So it should be like a completely like non-important conversation. Oh, but no. my favorite part of the episode, obviously my favorite quote, like. As soon as I heard that, I was like, yeah, this is going to be awesome to talk about. Because like that was, we, we, you know, we talked about the dynamic of Sandy's eyebrows in this episode quite a lot. They're so. their own character. They should have their own billing. Like, <laughs> exactly. they're epic. They're beautiful. Um, we love it. MVP. I'm going to go Ryan. Yeah, I did too. Okay, yeah. I mean, like he, I mean, Sandy even says it. He's like, I've never heard you talk so much. I'm like, me either. Like, <laughs> he like kind of starting to find his voice, like figuratively Absolutely. and literally. And I really like that. He's growing a lot. I agree 100%. There's no other. I do. It's really funny. Um, I don't watch Friends. I mean, like I have, but I don't really watch it. And the actress that plays Rachel played Ross's girlfriend on Friends. And then the guy that plays Jimmy played Rachel's boyfriend on Friends. Oh, interesting. And then obviously Rachel and Ross end up together. And it's really funny because the guy that played Jimmy dated Jennifer Aniston before she married Brad Pitt. Oh, I like that a whole lot. Big old Friends connection if anybody watches Friends, which is not a show we will do a podcast about because... It's not good. It's not for Um, me. Yeah, it's not for me either. So do a favor, <laughs> head on over to Twitter. Give Kenzie a follow at Ken's Benunu. Give myself a follow at Ricky Villar underscore. Head on over to the musiccitydrivein.com to check out all of our latest movie reviews, articles. Um, we got content pumping out left and right over there. And folks, thanks so much for tuning in and consistently supporting the podcast, listening to the podcast. Kenzie and I really, really do appreciate it. It makes this even a better experience for us each and every week to have the communication with you guys. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Ah. Uh. Wait. <laughs>